You are now tuned in to the Four Sportsmen with Sean, Kyle, Mike, and Ken. Streaming live every week on Facebook and available for download on iTunes and Spotify. What's up, what's up, everybody? It's another episode of The Four Sportsmen. What's up, fellas? How you doing? doing what's great. up, what's up? Mike is on. I'm ready to go this week. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Already a win-win. Right? Yes. Let's yeah. introduce all the fellas <laughs> again, just in case it's your first time listening to us or watching us. My name is Mike, a.k.a. Wheels. Over to my left right here, we got Sean, a.k.a. Thunder. Over there, across from Sean, we got Kyle, a.k.a. Ghost. That's and over across late. from me, we got Ken, a.k.a. Dyson. Dyson. So these are our... Softball names, of course, for those of you that listen before, we play on a softball team, and we're just four guys that love talking about sports, and that's what we're about to do tonight. So thanks again for watching us, and for those of you that have been supporting us through these past couple weeks, we've really enjoyed ourselves, and we're ready for another show. Are we ready, guys? Oh, yeah. 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 Yep. All and right. I guess it's uh, my week to start it. Uh, last week, we let a little bit of the nerd flag fly with our <laughs> video games. Proud. And, oh, yeah. Proud. Flying it proud, you know? Uh, if, if I'm anything, I'm an American sports fan and a gamer. But this week's icebreaker is is going to be kind of keeping on the entertainment kind of thing. I'm going to go with movies. Okay. Specifically, sports movies. Ooh. Specifically, what is your all-time favorite sports <sighs> movie? And since it is my icebreaker, I figure I'll start. And I am going to let it be known that I'm a cheater. Because mine isn't just one movie. No, no, no. Technically, it could be up to seven movies because my favorite all-time sports franchise movie would be the Rocky series. Yeah, I was going to say, you and Rocky. And, and I'd say technically seven because there's five. Well, there's six Rockies. Hold on. There's six Rockies, two Creeds. So I guess there could be eight. But I say seven because Rocky Five sucked. <laughs> so I leave that one out of the conversation. I got the whole Blu-ray collector's edition, everything. Not once has that left the case because that street fighting Tommy Gunn, that's not Rocky. That is not it. But it's just, I I don't know. I've been enamored with Rocky since I was a little kid. Something that's like that that song, the underdog story. He's like the only thing about Philadelphia I like. It's like, he's like the only thing that I could always root for. And when you go with the spinoffs into Creed, they do so good at kind of following that lore, but letting it be his own story. And um, it's just, I, it's just so good. It's hard to pick just one of them. If I had to pick just one, Mike's struggling over there. I am. If I had to pick just one, I'd have to probably go with just the original. It's the one that started yeah. all the yeah. original or the third one. I think the third Not one. I kind of see. I will break you. You don't want that one. I, no. I love that one. I love that one. That one's cheesy and campy, but I love it. But the third one's really good too. When Mickey dies, you kind of see different depths of depth of Rocky yeah, and stuff. New Rocky. But, but no, it's it's great. It's fantastic, and I'm going to stop blabbering. Somebody else's turn. Who got next? <laughs> Will you hate me if I say I've never seen the Creeds? I've never I won't seen hate the you. My, I've, I've seen the Rockies, but I've never seen the Creeds. A little bit. I have oh, both of them, I'm Ken, sorry. I will, them. yeah. I, I got you. All right. You, you guys next. ready? Yeah, Kay. go for it. I think mine's pretty... Uh, people that know me probably obviously know my number one sport is baseball, so uh, got to go with the childhood <laughs> yeah. movie... Yeah. That spurred generation of, of baseball players. That would be Sandlot. Yes. I, I, I have yes. that movie mes- uh, memorized. Uh, I will probably try to. Let's see if I could put in as many Sandlot quotes in tonight's show as possible. <laughs> What's uh, more? 
But <laughs> small, small what? what? S'more. You're S'more. killing me, small. Uh, Put Samalo on the gram. Sandlot, I got my. Oh, I don't have them. I don't have my PF flyers. But those are close enough. Those are close enough, I guess. But yeah, Sandlot, without a doubt. You know, it's hard because there's so many categories of sports movies. You know, like there could be what's like. I, I have so many favorites because I go from like inspirational to like real time. Like what, like you know, um, like what's 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 real, like history. I don't know. There's just so many good ones, and I don't know because I'm gonna say one, and I'm gonna be like, oh, later on, I'll be like, I. I have a better one that I like. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to have to say that one of my favorite all-time sports movies has to be... Bring It On. <laughs> <laughs> that might be his, yes! though. Oh, no, wow. no, yours would be... Um, oh, that is great. The other well, for, for all of you that don't know... And Kyle too. <laughs> fired up. Yeah. <laughs> what we say? F you. <laughs> Me and Kyle are, well, he was, and I still am. We we were cheerleaders, co-ed professional cheerleaders. Anyways, let's get on get on this. Okay, so I'm gonna say that I actually liked Jerry Maguire. Was one of my movies that I really liked. Thought it was really good all movie. around. It's a romantic movie, and it's also got some other stuff to it. But I just I don't know. I always liked Cuba Gooding. Yeah. yeah. And, hey, and, show, and me the money. show me the money. But I also like Remember the Titans. So. Oh, yes. Yeah. That one's That's good, too. Say, you go it's, all, yeah, it's hard. It's you not, say, oh. What's the best football movie? What's the best yeah, baseball right. movie? What's uh-huh. the, you do so all Sean, I hate you. It's hey. <laughs> a good one, right? That's yeah. Cool. Kyle, your turn. Uh, yeah, I had, I mean, all those are great. I mean, I was definitely kind of running through all my heads on which ones to go with and and that it. But, you know, since I'm wearing hockey... I gotta go with the Mighty Ducks. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. The yeah. Flying Ducks. Sorry, quack, quack, quack. you know, because I thought about you know any of the any of the hockey games Miracle. or any. Yep, that's the other one I thought Miracle. of was Miracle was a good one too, but you know, childhood, yeah. Mighty Ducks. That was that was just it. And all you know, they were all good except for the last one where they went to college. But yeah, other than that, the first two were good. Yeah. So I'll yeah. go with the Mighty Ducks. I th- I think the Mighty Ducks. I like the sequel better than the original. The second one, the so second one when they play when in, they play uh, in the Arrowhead uh, Pond. Yep. Yes, that mm-hmm. one no, I thought I liked better. No, that was the international. Yeah, they played Iceland. They're bigger, stronger. They have more facial hair than we do. All right, good one. That was a good one, Sean. Good one, Yep. So what's what's going on in sports? Uh, I feel like not well, just, a lot. I feel just like a nothing bit. really yeah, is happening. Nothing. You know? Not this week. Uh, what happened today? A lot, actually. <laughs> uh, free agency, and boy, do we have a lot to talk about. Um, first, I guess might as well do with like the first chip that fell this during the free agency period, and that would be Antonio Brown to the to the Raiders. Uh, it, it, My jersey's being returned right yeah, now. I had to send it, it back. And it wasn't even a free agent move. It was a trade. It, yeah, I it mean, it, we knew it was coming, but that was like the first big thing. And and I, I think what blows me away is the fact that the Raiders were able to get AB for a third and a fifth round pick. Arguably the best at his position. And you, you got three first round picks and you keep all of them. I, I don't know what John Gruden said to make that work, but on paper right now, Pittsburgh lost that trade. Oakland got a great talent, and I, yeah, my mind's still blown by it, actually. Oh, you know, but, you know, talking about the Raiders, because obviously we're, we're Niner fans in here, but I, I've been kind of following this, uh, you know, the whole time, you know, and I think we could, you know, can all agree that 
Gruden had something up his sleeve. Now, was it was it A B to start? Probably not. But now we're kind of starting to see what he, the direction that the Raiders are going and what they're trying to do. Um, and hey, good for them. I mean, I know as a Niner fan, we wanted A B really, really bad, and I, we thought we had him. We thought we had a really, really good shot, you know. And I think a lot of it was Jerry Rice pumped it up, thought, hey, he wants to come to San Francisco, but I think he wanted to go where he felt like he was he was going to be in the best situation for him and his family. And honestly, AB is a Las Vegas kind of guy. That's what I feel. And like, that's just, that's what he looked at in the future. Said, we're going to Vegas, baby. Like, that's where I'm going to be in two years. And Derek Carr, I know that he, a lot of people have been saying that he's been, he's been had, had a, the last year and a half has been really rough on him after he got hurt. And maybe he's playing a little bit scared. But now you see maybe, maybe that is a little bit of the truth. But they bulked up an offensive line around him because now they just got, but they still they still trade O'Simile away too. I mean, you get yeah. a better player with Trent Brown, but, but you, you could have had both of them. But you also lost. You also lost uh, Donald Penn last year. He got hurt, right? Wasn't he injured uh, halfway through the year? Uh, yeah. And then yeah. that their number one pick last year in the first round, Colton Miller was out for most of the year as well. Mm-hmm. So there's some there's there's some people around him that could be good pieces. But I mean, good for them. I know I'm probably a little jealous about it. So you know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you're right. Yeah, you need to say something over there. Yeah. No, I, I had to sneeze. <laughs> yeah. That's why there's awkward silence. We were kind of waiting for what was going to happen. Yeah. But I mean, hey, wait, it, you didn't have to say. The people on Facebook all saw that. But now, once well, again, now I there's address another awkward thing silence. of Dyson saying something or doing something that is now going to be you're trapped forever. Man comedy man. On, yeah, my bad. But I mean, besides Brown, look what, look what else they, uh, both Browns, I guess, Trent and Antonio. They signed LaMarcus Joyner to a four-year, $42 million deal, which is going to help that secondary a lot, which has been an issue for a while in Oakland. So the one thing that I want to point out on this that's absolutely nuts is that, and I was, and this is what I was talking to you guys earlier about, but the NFL free agency is so much better yeah. than the MLB free agency. Yes, yes absolutely. I mean, literally things were happening on Monday. They were starting over the weekend. That legal tampering period yep. is great. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it started on Monday, Tuesday. I mean, our phones were blowing up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you know why that is? It's because NFL, you basically have like, all right, this is the kind of money you're going to get. So there's going to be no really going any higher than this. Baseball, mm-hmm. that's why you have the $330 million mm-hmm. contract. That's it's true. It's, it's something that baseball needs to look at, and I think to help improve that, because this the last two off-seasons have been terrible for baseball. Yeah. Yeah. You don't have some of your top guys going in until spring training's a weekend, and that's right. that's yeah. not right. Um, Sorry to derail us there, but go ahead. No, no, Back no, to no. where we're at. No, I think it, it pertains to it, because you're right. Like I look forward to NFL free agency every single year. Like Follow the stat tracker and stuff like that, where guys sign, because it's go, 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 go. Whereas baseball, MLB, it's like we got, we got sick and tired of it. It's like nobody signed. Mm-hmm. Nothing happened. They're still out there. Right. Like, and I think that's another thing that's just like that's losing the popularity with baseball there. I mean, it's they've done such a feet. great – it's just dragging its feet. It's like kind of capitalize on this stuff, yeah. you know? Yeah. But yeah. it does deal with the whole money situation. Well, who else did the Raiders so, get? They got uh, Terrell, Terrell Williams. Williams. Terrell Williams today, so they got a solid we talked core. about the Niners targeting. Yeah. Um, yeah didn't happen obviously but then they did pick up a safety too to kind of strip their backside i'm looking at the name right now it was some guy that i 
wasn't was really Jordan, big on. Right? Was it? Yeah. Yeah. It was from yeah. The Rams. yeah. From the Rams. So they're they're doing some things to definitely shore up that team. And you know, are they going to be great? They've still got a, an AFC West to contend with. That's going to be still a bunch of studs with the Chargers and the and Chiefs. The Chiefs. But people still sleep on the Chargers. Yeah. They still sleep on the Chargers. But they definitely did make some moves, and that's you know that's a great thing for them. So we'll see where, what happens with the Raiders. So. Char- Chargers signed Thomas Davis, right? Yes. So they got a couple. They got a couple right. dudes too. They retooled. I right. mean, they're not. Don't sleep on well, Philip Rivers. Staying, if you're staying on the AFC West, I mean, look at the, the Chiefs, though. I mean, they they lost D Ford, D Ford to the Niners. Yeah, we'll talk. Yeah, <laughs> we'll let's talk about that Houston. right now. Actually. And Houston, right? yeah. Or they're, Just, yeah, and, they're and they released Eric. Barry. And they released Eric Berry mm-hmm. because so. they're totally revolutionizing or changing that defense with uh, Steve Spagnola. I think he's our new DC. Yeah, yeah but they right. also did pick up Tyron Matthew too. Yeah, which is so a nice addition. Which, younger, which is an upgrade of of Berry. Berry was great. I mean, when Berry's on the field, he's one of the best safeties in the game, but he hasn't been able to be on the field. Right. A mixture of being sick and then the injuries. Yeah, and that sucks. I mean, that sucks for the guy. Good for him, though, I mean, for fighting through cancer. Stuff. And then something else. Are we going to talk about Mike's new favorite team? Yeah. The freaking Cleveland Browns. Hey, man. It's a Where sign. did they come from it's with Snake in that OBJ trade? Another guy we talked about wanting, which us as 49ers fans telling you, did the not football, get. The football got started this when they made draft day with, with Kevin <laughs> <laughs> I swear they did. Great sports movie. Yep, another good sports movie. <laughs> and then... They put them on hard knocks, and I watched those guys go to work. And I don't know, I just, I just kind of bought into it. And of course, we know what season they had last year. And then did they make some moves? They made some moves. So you want to tell us about those moves, Sean? Well, yeah. On top of, I mean, obviously Odell Beckham Jr. The Browns gave up um, a first round pick this year, third round pick, and Jabril Preppers, Preppers, Jabril Peppers, <laughs> Peppers. to the Giants in return for OBJ. Um, who else did they get? Sheldon Richardson. Mm-hmm. They have that. And then you already have Jarvis Landry on that team. And they also traded the Giants earlier for Olivier, uh, Olivier Vernon. Yes, so yeah. Olivier Vernon. Miles Garrett on the edges. Oh, my yeah. Lord. And then, oh, somebody they're not talking about, Cream Hunt, is on that yep. team as well. Yep. Nick Chubb. It, it's This team on paper is the best team in that division yep. right now. They could and be like this Kansas City Chiefs. They could be legitimate year. contenders oh, yeah. this year, which is insane to think about when you're talking about the Browns. Yeah. If you put that much talent around... Anybody. Dude, you put that much talent around Kyle. Kyle's going to be an all-pro The Jaguars put a lot of talent around Blake Bortles <laughs> oh, a year and a half ago, and they hey, almost went to the Super Bowl. Hey, and now I he ain't got a Blake, job. Blake Bortles is my boy. Is I, I met him. He's I met boy, him. He ain't got no Yeah, job. he ain't the Jaguars boy anymore. Sorry, no Blake. Hey, but it, comes, it, it goes to say that, man, you got to have the right GM to do the job because John Dorsey, he was he was at Kansas City, and now he's with, with the Browns, and he's done nothing but make moves and turn that franchise around, and they believe in what he's doing. So, I mean, it just goes to show when you have the right person in the right place making the right moves, making the right calls, I mean, you, you got to make these splashes. And they said their, their thing this year was, let's wake a sleeping giant. That was the big thing. And sure enough, man, they've got, they, made, they made some major moves. No, it's happen, so. one of my childhood best friends is a lifelong Browns fan. So was his grandpa. And first thing I did was like, I kind of tagged him in a post and said, you guys are going to be nasty. And it's, he's like, it's about time because he's been loyal to them forever and they've always sucked i think it's good i i I think it's gonna be good for the nfl when an old storied franchise like the browns who used to be dominant with jim brown and stuff obviously if that is able to come back and be somewhat relevant again just a power shift like the the landscape of the nfl changed i think over the last couple days well i think a lot's changed in the afc nfc i don't know if so much has changed but Mm -hmm. Things are diff- going to be different over there, and I, I personally can't wait to so, see. So, okay, so in that division then, 
with the additions of the Ravens, getting Earl Thomas and then another year with Lamar Jackson and getting uh, Mark Ingram. Do you think they make it back to the playoffs and compete in that division? I think I Suggs think, is I gone. I think Lamar Jackson has to learn to throw the ball. Yeah, he He's got to stay in the pocket. I mean, he looked really good, but again, they have now they have tape on him. He mm-hmm. has to learn to throw in the pocket and deliver the ball downfield. So there's that team. Steelers, I think the Steelers regressed this year. I yeah. mean. Well, how much, though? I mean, they, they did pretty much. I mean, besides A.B., they did run it without Le'Veon Bell last year. James right. Conner was a pleasant surprise. And Juju definitely popped off last year. So they could still hang in there. Big, Big Ben still got some time, time on his side. But uh, I think for them, their biggest issue has always been the defensive side. And I don't see them doing anything on the defensive side right now. And that's yeah, where they, they need to get back to that steel curtain if they want to get themselves back to where they've been. Right. It's yeah. like even with Connor, it's like you got to hope. He's one of those you have to hope that it wasn't, he, a, it wasn't a fluke and they lost Jesse James in free agency. Oh, they did. Yeah, they did. Right. So, but what don't you think that Juju did so well? Because like it was kind of like the... The Chiefs complimentary. He had the he had the compliment on their side of the field. Exactly, yeah. like you were going to double team AB. So of True. course Juju's going to get single coverage, right? But now he's the guy, and I mean he's amazing. Like he's a great wideout, but it's going to depend on who that other guy is, and I I don't know who's next on their depth chart. Yeah. So, so yeah. It's, and then the fourth team in that division is the. Huh? No, I'm just. Oh, no, I thought I got you had your hand no, 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 no. The dead silent. No, no, no. I, no, you guys are good. Yeah. Go okay. ahead. Who like, is they, in that they, division? I can't remember right now. Does it? Do they matter? Do, I don't <laughs> know. That, that probably doesn't matter. Oh, the Bengals. Bengals. Cincinnati. The Bengals. They, they don't matter. matter. No, they They're don't in matter. total rebuild mode right yeah. now. So I mean, I got to look at the Browns. I think the Browns. I think the Browns on paper right now. Run that. Run that division. Lose one game, maybe. Maybe on the road at Baltimore, maybe, or on the road in at Pittsburgh. Yeah, I, I could see that happening. That'd be cool. So, and then we could shift focus to the 49ers, mm-hmm. who a week ago we talked about, oh, OBJ. Oh, if that doesn't work, don't worry. Antonio Brown. We didn't get either of them. But what we did get is a pass rush and another middle linebacker to sure up that position, which they thought they had shirt up with Ruben Foster. Um. Niners traded for D Ford, gave up a second round pick and extended him for five years, eighty-seven and a half million dollars. A lot of money. Mm-hmm. A lot of money. But it's it's that's probably one of their biggest needs. Definitely, I think, well, besides maybe the secondary, their biggest need on defense is getting that pass rush. But then if you have that pass rush, it's gonna allow your secondary to be better because they're not gonna have to cover guys for 10 seconds. Yeah. Well, on top of that, I mean, bringing in D Ford, we talked and we were talking about this on over text, you guys, it was like we need that bring the edge rusher in because having somebody like that, and then if you get Bosa in the draft, which is what we're looking at now, because they were saying they they wanted to walk away with either Bosa or, De, or Odell, and it looks like it's gonna be Bosa unless Arizona's pulling the rug over our eyes and they're gonna they're gonna pick him up. But even so, you know you got way more you got a, lo- a lot of other pass rushers that and edge rushers you can have on the side, you know, and and I think they're gonna be okay. I think their next move though, the Niners, they gotta get they gotta get some secondary help. I know they're looking at Jason Verrett from the Chargers, and he's been hurt a couple last couple of years. Eric Berry's out there now, which is a surprise. I don't think everybody thought he was gonna be there. So they've got to get some help in the secondary to get that to really really sure up that defense. And on the offensive side, we just signed to Tevin Coleman today Tevin for, Coleman. for which is a great pickup. Yeah, it's a great pickup. He knows that push. system. Mm-hmm. Three headed monster there in the backfield. Yeah. Yeah, and with all the injuries last year, they need to be deep. They need to be deep. So we can't be super disappointed because we did make enough moves to keep us legitimate. And I think once again, everybody gets healthy, we have a shot. Okay, but you guys both bring up a great point: healthy. We talked about injuries. The guys they just signed are all guys who have been injured 
or who are still working or recovering from an injury. Why do we see us going after these guys and giving them big money? I mean, I know it's not, it's bigger money than we expected well, on some of these. And because deals. most of them, like an ACL injury nowadays, you can come back stronger with an ACL injury because you can get a cadaver, you know, ligament and you, your ACL could be stronger lovely. than it was when you, you know, huh? I just said lovely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice yeah. Cadaver. You can get a cadaver ligament and you can have a stronger ACL than you did before it blew out. I call it and so you got to think like a, a guy like Kwan Alexander, the reason why they picked him up is because he's young. He's only 24 years old, um, 25, something 25 like that. Or 26. And he was a pro bowler before. So you put so. him next to Fred Warner, who's like 23 or something. They're, mm-hmm. the same, they're around the same age. They got a lot of time together. It's, it could be another. They're looking at maybe another Patrick Willis, Navarro Bowman, the same age guys, you know, trying to, trying to sure up that middle line. You know, D Ford. It's surprising that he's 28. I mean, but he's still got a lot of years, and he mm-hmm. and he he's pretty healthy. So um, and he had more um, quarterback pressures than any mm-hmm. other. He was ranked the number one in Pro yeah. Football Focus as number one uh, edge rusher this past year. Yeah. Well, so, if he stays on sides, though, he, yeah. the Chiefs yeah, going to the Super Bowl. Yeah. And Jimmy got hurt early enough that I think he's recovered. <laughs> that he's probably going to be recovered yeah, just be, fine. He should be good to go for OTAs. They said. Yeah. So that's so, nice. Um, I just got to have the faith, guys. 49er faithful, yeah. huh? That's what we got to do. And we haven't been able to see what this team could do in that system healthy. Yeah. Because the last few years, they have not been healthy. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's... And they fired that damn strength coach, so we're good to yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> weak ass. But uh, anyways, another big free agency signing is going to be is uh, Le'Veon Bell. Mm-hmm. Buddy, you got your guy, buddy. Yeah, buddy. J-E-T-S, still don't know how good they're going to be, but go Jets. Yep. Go Bell. And he did not get nearly as much money as I thought yeah. he would. He kind of screwed himself. Yeah, it did not pay off. Him sitting out last year did not pay off at all. Four years, $52.5 million, $35 million guaranteed, and it could be up to $61 million um, with incentives added on to that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not the big – I thought we'd be way more like, oh, Le'Veon Bell went to Jets. I kind of feel like it just kind of lukewarm. I think it was like – it was hot last night. And, I mean, I guess the only backstory to this is that the Niners were making a push for him. Mm-hmm. Um, but – you know what? They got a good backup plan. So I, I don't really, I, I, like I said, we were all kind of like, oh, Le'Veon, we'll see what he does. He's, he went to a system where he's got a young quarterback now. Um, what other offensive pieces does he have to take the pressure off him? Because now the pressure's all on him and Sam Darnold to, to put it together. Darnold needs to step up big time. You know, I know they did, they did sign a receiver. I can't remember. It's not, it's not sticking in my head right now. But they still got a lot to work with. They're still, you know, so good for them, too, just like the Raiders. Yay, you guys got your guy, but is the one guy enough to put you in a place that's going to, Keep you relevant, so or keep you relevant. So we'll we'll see what happens with that. They don't beat the Patriots, dude. <laughs> Le'Veon Bell going in there and having to face Bill Belichick two Twice times a year. a year. Bill Belichick's gonna. But if Teddy Bridgewater goes to Miami, do they give the Patriots a push? Miami's not. He's not going there. You already <laughs> did you said. Read the, did you read the, the report? Something new? Yes, because the, because there's reports that um, Sean Payton is a name for the Cowboys in 2020, and if he leaves, he's not sure about staying. So he has a meeting with Miami. Just popped up on Bleach Report earlier. Oh. Again? Well, yeah. Was it? Didn't he? He didn't, he didn't sign with them. Not no. signed yet because no, they signed it. And then who? Who also bailed? Uh, Anthony, Anthony Barr, Barr bailed yeah. on the Jets. Jets. But they also got CJ Mosley, yeah, so that might have played yeah. a little bit. Yeah. Um, Dude, football in the state of New York is not looking good right now. The Giants. No, I don't know the why. Jets, people, I don't know why. The best team in that in that state will be the Bills, maybe. <laughs> Speaking of the Bills, who signed with the Bills? One of our favorites. Oh, Frank Gore. Yeah. Frank the Tank. Less than 2,000 yards away from being number two all-time on the leading rusher list. Which is remarkable. Yeah. That's yep. crazy. He realistically will be third all-time this season if he plays and has two more Frank Gore years, which is hard to see because he's 35. He could get up there. But um, before we move on, I want to quickly just run down this entire list 
uh, free agencies. This isn't everybody, but I want to hit on the fact that Nick Foles signed a deal with the Jaguars four years, $88 million. Deshaun Jackson, going back to Philadelphia, traded by Tampa Bay. Landon Collins, staying in the division, going to Washington. Dante Fowler agreed to a one-year deal with the Rams. Boo. Trey Flowers is going back to play for Matt Patricia in Detroit. Yep. Uh, Eric Weddle signed with the Rams. Boo. Malik Jackson signs with the Eagles. Um, the Titans signed Cameron Wake. Steelers signed Steven Nelson. That's the that's the corner safety, right? Steven Nelson. So they signed him. Bears signed Cordero Patterson. The Texans, this is a good one. I like this one. The Texans replaced Kareem Jackson, who signed with the Broncos, with Bradley Roby, who played for the Broncos. <laughs> <laughs> so there's that. Uh, Latavius Murray signs with the Saints. Mark Ingram obviously gone, so they picked up another guy. It's going to be solid for that one-two punch they like. Um, the Bills, they did get some receiver help. They signed Cole Beasley and John Brown, so mm-hmm. they got a Brown out of the deal. Um, Tayshawn Gibson signs with the Texans. Adam Humphreys turned his career into a four-year deal with the Titans. Terrell Suggs, Arizona. I don't want to face him twice a year, but he's getting old, so who knows. Yeah. Danny Amendola. Sean so said that. He sizzle. Oh, yeah. hey, uh, yeah. for, uh, for our buddy John Lightning out there. Uh, maybe you'll be a little happy that uh, your Tennessee Titans did sign Roger Saffold, took him away from us, from the Rams, from our division. So maybe mm-hmm. you got some protection for yeah, he's Marcus Mariota. He's crap about us, didn't talk about his team, not once. <laughs> anyway. Mm-hmm. And Kyle's a Mariota liker too, so like he, got you some, he, got, he got you some uh, some protection on the line right there. So. Quack, quack. There you go. Great job, guys. <laughs> yes. Lots of stuff, though. Lots and lots of stuff. And there's still more to come. There's still a lot of free agents out there that haven't been signed. Some big names that we haven't even, we haven't even said. You know, so we'll see what happens. There's still some people out there, so... Yep. Cool. What do we got next? Well, we so next? Uh, right now we've got uh, – let's talk about some hockey because that's the big thing going on. Um, we had some great games. Uh, and so I just wanted to do a recap for those who, you know, aren't big hockey fans. But I figured at least we'll uh, drop in, give them some insight on it. Um, so uh, what I first wanted to talk to everybody about is that we've got the conferences. Who's actually – looking to be in the playoffs, who's already inked themselves into the playoffs. And so far uh, in the Eastern Conference, we've got the only team so far that's actually uh, clinched is the Tampa Bay Lightning. Uh, I talked about them the first, I think the very first show we had, um, and that was a big team that we got to watch out for in the Eastern Conference. They are just running shop. They're going to definitely uh, take it all on that end, and uh, they're going to be the uh, big fight at the end as long as they keep on pushing into the playoffs um, and going to that Lord Stanley Cup. Um, other Eastern Conference teams in the Atlantic, you've got the Boston Bruins. You've got the Toronto Maple Leafs. Uh, Metropolitan Division, you've got the Washington Capitals, who won it all last year. Uh, you've got the New York Islanders, uh, Pittsburgh Penguins, who won it two years ago. Uh, so those are definitely big teams to watch, uh, the Washington Capitals and the Penguins. Uh, for wild card, you've got the Hurricanes, uh, Carolina Hurricanes, and then the Blue Jackets. Uh, for the Western Conference in the Central, you've got the Winnipeg Jake- Jets. Excuse myself. The Jets. Winnipeg Jets. Jets. Winnipeg the Jets. Jets. Uh, which, that was a great game last night. Um, I know uh, Kim Talk was about watching it. Yeah, we were talking Talk about it. That was a great um, game. And uh, Well, let me run through this, and then we'll get on to the actual uh, Sharks and uh, Jets game that happened last night. Uh, we've got Central still. We've got the Predators and then also the Blues. In the Pacific Division, you've got the San Jose Sharks, uh, the uh, Calgary Calgary. 
Well, Calgary. The Calgary. I cannot talk. The Flames. <laughs> Captain Marvel wow. blew his mind. I cannot talk. Anyways, Vegas Golden Knights. Is his and, cup empty? And then Jesus. almost. Oh, his, that's um, why. And then the uh, wild card is the uh, Dallas Stars and the Arizona Coyotes. Um, Every team on here, as we talked about, those back are to all that teams that are in 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 the hunt right now. Currently, all right now, those are the teams that are, yeah. And every single team other than the Sharks on here, we'll go back to this. Our teams, I hate, hate, <laughs> hate, hate. <laughs> Pittsburgh Penguins. Um, <laughs> yeah, absolutely hate the Pittsburgh Penguins. Um, so, so talk about the game the other day. Kyle. So yeah, so absolutely. So right now, um, the Sharks are on a killer win streak right now. On they're on fire. a fire. They're on a six game win streak. Um, dun, dun, last dun. night, the game was dun, dun, dun. super intense because dun, dun, dun. flat out they, um, it was a back and forth game. I mean, literally back and forth sharks would score jets scored jets scored sharks would score. It was just back and forth. And, you know, I know everyone was worried about, you know, Jones. Well, they tossed in, uh, Aaron Dell, their uh, backup and he went out and he had a rough game, but their offense, Definitely pulled through um, and to the point where the winning goal was down <laughs> with three seconds left. 3.6 seconds. 3.6 yeah. seconds left. And Joe Pavelski ended up slapping it in. and On the bounce. That yeah. Awesome. And we posted the video. Um, I probably posted multiple because <laughs> I was so mm-hmm. excited about it. Uh, literally jumped out of my chair thinking it was like a playoff game. Um, and text right away to Cannon was like, Tyson, did you see that? I mean, <laughs> did you see that it just happened right now? Like, I, I was, I was so stoked and so excited about it. Um, and literally, just, I mean, Nyquist played in that game. That's a huge game for him. Two goals. He had two goals in that game. Um, and then just, and then again, we talked about that. That was a great pickup for the Sharks, uh, for them being able to bring him over um, in that trade and just be able to get him on this team. I mean, dude, I'm telling you guys, Sharks are Sharks are for real this year, guys. Like. Mm-hmm. They, they are strong, all four lines. What's really kind of scary, though, I, I hope, I don't know, I haven't looked. Uh, Shimmick got hurt last night and looked kind of serious, so mm-hmm. I hope I hope he's all right. Uh, they have guys that have 20, 20 goals throughout, though, on all four lines. Like, it's a different guy each night. Timo Meyers tearing it up. Mm-hmm. Pavelski's got 37 goals. I didn't even realize that. Like, he, on a tear, Couture, all these guys. It's and, ridiculous. And Thornton, for Christ's sake, has 14 goals this year. And, like... <laughs> Yeah, no, it's is Kane even playing right now? He's hurt. He's hurt too. And so right? is Carlson. So mm-hmm. they don't even they're not even full strength right now and they're on this win this winning streak. So when those guys come back, they're gonna mesh and I mean if they have They're yeah. gonna do it this year? Or are they gonna be Tampa Bay? Uh well it's gonna be tough. It's gonna be tough to get out of the West. Calgary's good. All right. You never wanna go to Nashville. The Jets, obviously, as you just saw, as we Nashville. just saw. Huh? I mean, I love, I love going Nashville. to Nashville. Okay. The only part of Nashville I Hate are the predators. <laughs> that's gonna be that's gonna be our new section. What does Dyson hate? So, hate this week. So, uh, and as we just saw, though, the Sharks kind of proved that they could win on the road at Winnipeg. Now, to do that in a full series is gonna be rough. I think what? Mike said something funny, but I'm just gonna continue to talk because I don't want to hear it. So, anyway. Uh, it's going to be – they got to get that number one seed. What do you think, Kyle? They got to get that number one seed, right? They, home field advantage or home ice advantage? It, you know, even though they say that there's no home field advantage in hockey, there is. I mean, you've got your fans that are going to be there for you. Um, it is definitely something that you've got to be there for. Um, and this it's just going to be very, very exciting. And at the same time, 
you know, for those who, again, who don't watch hockey that often, when you see all those scores or all those where they're up in the 20s and plus, that is a huge, huge thing because that's like home runs, you know, where the Giants can't obviously do that. But this is home runs for the, you know, for the Sharks for actually every time they're getting up in those 20s um, on scoring. So it's, it's going to be a huge year. I'm excited. They actually have a, like I said, a legitimate chance to do something this year, and they need to, for one, for Thornton. Mm-hmm. you know he's running out of years they they need to do this for thornton and make this happen you know the teams are just they're clicking they're finally clicking and everybody's just ready to go so the uh the thing that i think that's also going to help them is the flames are also going to be gunning for that number one seed too so in the past like the sharks could maybe like get into the playoffs and then kind of rest or relax because they were in a, a a position that they liked this time the flames are right on their heels mm-hmm. right the sharks are kind of hot on there, the clam flams are yeah, hot. We got on there. It. I got it. Okay. I got it. Anyway, I'll work on it. I'll work on there it. We go. But we uh, so that's going to be good c- to push them throughout the rest of the year. Yeah. yeah. No, and absolutely. they got a favorable schedule and all that stuff. So, um, yeah, well, eleven games left. And I, I, it, huh? I think, it, I think hockey playoffs in general, the Stanley Cup playoffs, are the most exciting, enjoyable playoffs mm-hmm. out of all of them. Go to Just seven, because eight. any team can get hot. And, and go those those wild card teams those those lower seeds you get hot in the Stanley Cup and and you can go the distance uh, I mean the only other one that's maybe comparable is is uh, baseball because you've seen a couple hot wild card teams get in and stuff Giants, Giants. right exactly Giants fans all that stuff but I mean basketball playoffs no like well, the football playoffs are done by when they start you have a pretty good example of what you think is going to be there and. Odds are, at least this year we'll get something different because we know LeBron won't be there. Oh, I'm not even not even trying to zing. I'm just saying it's going to be a different look. It will be this year for basketball. Um, yeah, why don't we talk a little bit about what's going on in the NBA? Yeah, let's go for it. Um, well, I, did the Warriors end up winning? Did they beat they, the Rockets? They won by two, one hundred six to one hundred four. There you go. Yeah, um, you know what? I mean, I think pretty much you you everybody's pretty much locked up where they're going to be. I mean, in the West, there's a there's a challenge for those King last spots, but it. right now the Clippers and the Spurs seem like they got that seventh and eighth seed locked up. Um, but hey, I mean, you know, right now the Rockets are making it interesting. Interesting, they're they're playing really good ball and they're playing that type of ball again where they got scary last year in the playoffs. You know, and I mean they've pushed the Warriors um, all year long. I think is this was this the fourth game this year and this is and they won <laughs> the, uh, the first three right. Warriors yeah. first win. So that's a team that seems to have the Warriors number. And, of course, we know that the Warriors are obviously going to make their push and they're going to make their run. And there's been a lot of talk about how their chemistry has been off a little bit lately and should boogie play. But you know what? That is a that is a franchise that knows how to put it together. i got to give them the credit for that, that even when things get crazy like that, Steve Kerr has all control of his team and how to how to get them to, to play the right way and when they need to play the right way. So I I don't see – I mean, let's be honest. It, Warriors and Bucks looks like what it's going to be unless all of a sudden the Celtics get hot – I mean, I don't know. I don't know if the the Raptors have enough to and and the firepower. Philly, you kind of see them cool off since the since the trade deadline. So, I mean, we'll see. I mean, there's not a lot going on in basketball right now. We're just waiting for everybody to get in the playoffs. And once that happens, that's when I guess the conversation is going to start to happen. But I think it's going to be the Rockets. I think the Rockets are going to make a push to the end with the with Warriors again. I feel like the conference finals are going to be the same. You don't think the Nuggets? Don't think the Nuggets can do Dude, it? The Nuggets, I, they just to me, they just have glaring holes. Um, they don't got a superstar on that team. Joker's good, and and Murray's a stud, but they just don't got it. And I think there's the savviness of the the Warriors if they get to the, that far. The Warriors just have too much savviness, and I think the Rockets just have a lot more, a lot more 
swag to them that when they get if they get the Nuggets, I don't know what the matchups are going to be like, but they got to get past those two teams to get to the finals. And I just don't see the Nuggets having it. They're good this year. I give them all the credit for for getting for being as good as they are. But um, yeah, I'm just I'm just kind of like it's going to be the same old same old ending again. Kinda. Yeah, because it looks like because it looks like there's a looks like a four and a half game cushion now from the Clippers and the Kings. So unless the Kings do something <sighs> great and the Clippers do something bad. That's going to be... The Clippers have it. been a surprise story, I will tell you this. I thought after that trade deadline... They sold everything, and they're and, sold yeah. everything. It's and they're nuts. still balling. So that's scary for being a Laker fan. Of course, you know, the Lakers franchise is, is, is storied. It's not going to go anywhere. But for free agency next year, hey, could Kawhi go there? Could another superstar go to the other LA team? Because they they were so good right now without a superstar. Hey, let's, let's talk so. about something interesting, though. About, I mean, the Kings... Right now we're sitting at nine, nine, a nine seed, 33-33. Mm-hmm. But did anybody ever think that they were going to be as competitive as they have been all season? They've been like tough luck losers against these really good teams mm-hmm. a lot this year. Oh, yeah. Buddy um, Hield was talking about that. He was tired. Well, he of said, I'm tired of this, but... I mean, mm-hmm. and, I mean, you get it wears on you when you lose these close games, and it's like you kind of think... Like, as a fan, you're like, oh, moral victory. And it's like, what are they going to be like in a year? Do you think that they are going to finally be in a position where people might want to come back and play in Sacramento? I, I would say so. I think that they've core done a great is so job. Good. They may get some. I, just, I don't know if they're going to get a superstar. I'll be honest yeah. with you. I yeah. don't think they're going to get a superstar, but they may get enough people or, or enough of a person. Like I'm just going to throw out there. I don't think Boogie's the right way to go, but somebody like a Boogie caliber who could be who's. I don't want to say on his down slope or something, but somebody that's good enough to bring them in and pull them together. You know, because let's look at the years when 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 they were good. They didn't. I mean, Weber was was a superstar, I guess you can say, but they didn't have a lot of superstars around them. They had a lot of great pieces, and right now yeah. the Kings have great pieces. You got outside shooting. They play hard on defense. They're they're they to me what they are lacking is a veteran leader on that team. They're pretty young. I mean, Harrison Barnes is probably your leader right now on that team because he's the oldest one. And I watched the game the other day. I watched Corey them Brewer. play. Yeah, and Corey Brewer. Yeah. yeah, he's there too. But I watched him, and he kind of brings them together. I was watching him lead that team, and whenever when they needed a bucket, Harrison Barnes went hard to the hole, took an and one, you know, and got the got the team pumped up. So I I think they may be looking good, and if Bagley or Marvin Bagley gets uh, gets healthy again, oh yeah, you know that, that, that's, that's another key factor too, next year. because he got hurt when they were on a roll. Yep, and they've been kind of win lose win lose. They haven't been able to separate themselves at all. Yeah. And I mean, I think that's going to be his spot next year. I think Colley Stein's going to be gone. He's he's had a Good year. He'll probably end up getting paid somewhere. I don't think it's going to be in Sacramento. I don't think there's a reason for it to be in Sacramento because of how good Bagley has played with the minutes he's gone. He hasn't even started for a majority of his playing time, and he he's averaging like 21 points a game, and he's 20 years old. So I I, I like the core. It's, I haven't said this in so long. I like what they have going on in Sacramento as a fan. As a fan, you don't see them playing the Warriors, and you think, damn. I'm they've not going to com- watch this one. They've been competitive all their games yeah, this year. It's, they've only gotten dusted a couple times this year. And, I mean, like I, I bring up the, the Warriors. Warriors. They lost to the Warriors all four times by combined 12 points. You lose each one of those games by three points. That's 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 a good sign. That's a good sign. I don't know where they're going to be. I don't know what, the, what time holds for us in a year. But I'm actually looking forward to the future. Being a Kings fan for once, so for them to the make the playoffs, years. though, who who drops out? Do it you think they the Clippers? Or to, um, you need the Clippers or Utah or, or San Antonio or Portland? Like I mean, who right drops now, out? Utah's eight. 
Right. I, I don't see San Antonio. I, I mean, that's a six game between the Clippers, Spurs, and Kings. That's a six game drop. It's a four with the Jazz. I, 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 I Dallas is going to be better next year too. Yeah. With they should be. Well, I mean, addition Christoph Porzingis in another year with uh, yeah. yeah, Donich. So we'll we'll see what happens. I mean, as far as the NBA, there's a lot of bright young spots for these teams that are bottom dwellers right now. You know what I mean? And I and and I think the Kings are are on the right track. They they figured out how to to reverse the course with with their players, and they made some good trades. Like you said, you know the the Mavericks with Mark Cuban and his money, they're not going to be down for very long. They're going to figure it out. Neither and the Lakers, uh, though. yeah, the Lakers oh. will figure it out. But I mean. It's one of those big question marks. It's just an enigma right now. I don't even like being a Laker fan. I'm. I don't even know how to feel. You know, LeBron started balling out like he was playing the playoffs, and he's like talking like, "Oh, we've just been holding back. We're gonna go make the playoffs." I'm like what? Like, where was this like ten games ago? Yeah. Like, where was that? And so, I don't know. I mean, we'll see what happens. I saw a, a picture or somebody posted something online. Like it said, this time last year, comparing the Lakers. Oh. And they're like, it's the same record almost like that. And they're like, are you better off this year? First of all, Lakers fans, you're better off because you have arguably like the best player of a generation. So I don't want to hear that. But like, are they going to, I mean, are they going to be better? I, I this think year? the expectations this year were way too high. Yeah. I, I, when they got LeBron, I'm like, that's good. They might contend for a playoff spot. They weren't going to contend for a championship. Right. Anybody that thinks they were. Is was, was well, way far. Gone. I think it's like, crazy they see. have the same record. That's crazy to me. You but know. they've also had they have a lot of injuries. Yeah, this year you're too. right. Yeah, yeah they, like the, last, they, the last month they could arguably they yeah. could be an eighth seed right now if yeah. they were healthy. That, but everybody was excited on Christmas. I mean, think about it. Christmas Day, they ended up smacking the Warriors around. The Warriors. They were in the fourth seed in the playoffs, or you know, going to playoffs. And of course, that's really early. But they were riding the ship pretty hot and. You know, that that's the team that could be. But there was a lot of things that happened after that and a lot of things that really changed the course. I really feel like as much as I love Mag Johnson as a player, I'm questioning him as a GM right now or as a president because, hey, man, I don't know if he made some of the right moves. I understand his logic of getting another superstar to be there with LeBron, but throwing your entire team under a bus, come on, man. Like, that's not what you do yeah, to keep the chemistry going. Yeah, that. like, that's not what I, I – it's not expected. If so. you're one of those guys that was in that proposed trade – how are you supposed to feel? Mm-hmm. Like I'm I mean, not good enough. And you got to understand it's a business, it's a game. But at the end of the day, you guys were playing good basketball together. You guys are young, and he's like, "Oh, we'll give you five, four fifths of our starting lineup right. for one guy." Yeah, it it's got to it's got to kind of be a gut punch to some of those yeah. guys. They got greedy. Yeah, they time. got real greedy. Yeah. You know, it's like he got, Magic and I mean, got greedy. Props to did. props to the Pelicans for, I mean, Holding their I mean that GM lost his job, but. He ousted what the Lakers were trying to do, and that's that. You'd be hard to argue and say that that's not a factor in yeah. what's going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, well, hey, shift into some other basketball. You know, we got the NCAA tournament coming out next week. There's this Sunday is going to be the Sunday. selection Sunday. Sunday. Um, there was a couple teams that punched a ticket, so we're going to give some shout outs to Wofford, who's the first team that punched their ticket the other day. When they're, they're a conference scary. champion, yeah, they're actually ranked 20th in the, in the nation already. So mm-hmm. they're they're not just a no name team, but they won their tournament. Hey, big props to St. Mary's, California, baby. They they upset Gonzaga last night, and nobody saw that one coming. Of course, the Zags aren't gonna; they're still gonna be a number one seed, but it does affect the tournament a little bit because you have the automatic bid going to um, who everybody would thought would go to, to Gonzaga and leave another another bubble. Somebody's busted. Somebody's out bubbles of, yep. just got busted on that. So yeah. what's the update tonight on some of the tournament games? Uh, it's all semifinals. I it's think, all right semifinals. 
I mean, there's some, and some of those teams that made it in already with the automatic bids, Mike said it like, I bet you either Wofford or St. Mary's or don't sleep on Murray State yeah. with, John, J- with J. Yeah, J- right? K. Yeah. Jay Lamont. D- yeah, don't. Mormont, I think. Morant. Mormont. But like, Mormont, yeah. okay, these teams are going to win. Northeastern, don't sleep on them too. Like, they're 23 and 10 out of the Atlantic. Uh, Col- Colonial Athletic, which probably none of us have ever heard of, but they're legit too. They're going to. Yeah. Some of these mid major teams are going to shock some teams because there's a lot of mediocrity in the uh, big time, big five divisions that just because they play in a tougher division, a lot of these schools get bids as eights, nines, tens. Some of these mid-major teams uh, don't sleep on them. I mean, St. Mary's last year should have been in. They had 30 wins 30 last wins, they got year, left out. and they got left out. And so this year, kind of, yeah. even though they're a worse team, I would say their talent is isn't as much. They they deserve to get in. It's funny so. because Joe Lenardi, the, the, the bracketologist. Remember, I was talking about our first mm-hmm. podcast about you know we talked about Duke and, mm-hmm. and UNC and Virginia. Well, Virginia is probably going to lock up that other number one seed. UNC, but they were out. talking about that if. If Duke get now that Zion's probably going to play in this tournament, if he gets them to the finals and they win, there could be three three ACC teams as a number one seed, depending what happens with Kentucky and and Tennessee. Tennessee got beat this past weekend, you know, mm-hmm. by Auburn. So they they were hot. Now they're dropping. So there's so much that could happen in these conference tournaments. If if any of these teams that are supposed to be a one or a two seed get knocked down in the early rounds, another team could sneak up in there. So it's gonna be interesting to see what happens Selection Sunday. We're definitely gonna that's gonna be a part of our sh- our show next week. We're gonna be filling out some brackets, brackets, yeah, baby. Hey, yeah. So yeah, we're gonna be doing some brackets. So that'll be stay tuned. We'll give you guys more information. We should try and find something to where our viewers and listeners could fill out brackets and we kind of. Yeah, I, I think that we're going to do that. Okay. Yes, that'll be a thing that we're going to do, so stay tuned. Uh, I'll take the lead on that. Cool. We'll, we'll cool. stay tuned for that. Yeah, if I'm, any viewers or listeners that are out there, uh, if you have an opportunity to help out Dyson uh, to get that uh, set up, that'd be awesome. We'd uh, love to get you guys involved, uh, especially since some of us here don't uh, follow uh, NCAA basketball as much as others, and so it's going to be interesting to see how the brackets turn out. <laughs> yeah, yeah so. no, there were no championship games tonight. Pac-12 uh, started in the first round. Uh, Big Ten started first round. ACC was in the second round. Uh, Syracuse had a big comeback against Pittsburgh. Um, Buddy Beheim, uh, Jim Beheim's son, had a bunch of threes. He got hot. All right. So yeah, just a. Uh, Exciting little weekend here, Selection Sunday. So stay tuned. And so, yeah, yeah, Corey said in our chat, let's get some brackets. So we're definitely going to For sure. Definitely I'll gonna post do that. Something. He'll fill so his Corey, out. He'll probably Corey, win. I'll post something on there. We'll get a little sport, uh, four sportsman's kind of competition. Like, that dude's so. like the human encyclopedia. Yeah. And, and the winner the winner can come on in and watch us how we live. How We can sit in live on our... Uh, on our podcast, yeah, he'd, yeah. he'd be down. He's like, in. he's like, how are you gonna you do just sports get to and not sit there? No, you get to sit there. You don't get to say or judge or anything like that. Maybe we'll give you a, a <laughs> give you a stadium tour, stadium tour, stadium tour. Let you run the board, half a beer. Yeah, yeah. awesome. But um, something we have. Oh, we need all about. the beer. Yeah, we, have, we need be <laughs> no, like Stone Cold no, Steve Austin. I didn't say that. Have throwing out. Yeah, but but um, something we haven't talked about at all tonight has been baseball. Yeah, well, I mean, that's what I was talking about the earlier. Yeah, we just, <laughs> it's, I don't know, it's, you still have this, I have a list of some names right now that are still available. Jose, but Jose Bautista, Bartolo Colon, uh, Jorge De La Rosa, LOL, that's what my note says. <laughs> There's welcome. a history. You're welcome. Uh, between me and Jose, or and Jorge De La Rosa. Um, he, former Rocky, uh, he spent time in Modesto rehabbing. He was kind of a jerk. Um, 
And then this one time I comment on a post that the Colorado Rockies posted about him being like their all-time strikeout leader. And I said something like, ooh, he had like 783 strikeouts. I'm like, big deal. His wife commented on that post. <laughs> like, what have you ever done in baseball? Blah, 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 blah. And she went off on me. And I just sat there. I'm like, well, I watched him pitch a lot. And he doesn't have anything that's that impressive. I saw him here lie. Like, I'm like, I've worked in baseball. I kind of know what I'm watching. And she just was not happy. But the fact that I caught the eye of a starting <laughs> pitcher's wife in the Major League Baseball and what I said offended her that much. Struck a chord. Struck a chord. And it's like, you know what? I don't You're care. not welcome at the care. De La Rosa household. Him and his little, hold the knee, hold the knee. <laughs> Those 752 strikeouts or whatever he had. Good job. Go Rockies. Anyway. Uh, you got Carlos Gonzalez, another Rocky. Mm -hmm. Cargo, uh, still unsigned. Gio Gonzalez, Dallas Keuchel. That's a big one. That's a Craig Kimbrell. That's a big one, too. Yeah, and Jose, or is that supposed to be Jose Reyes? Yes. Okay, Jose Reyes. Joe Reyes. Joe Reyes. <laughs> if My he bad. was American, Joe Reyes. <laughs> Jose Reyes. But I, I, the names that stand out on here are definitely Keuchel mm. and Kimbrell. Yeah. Like, uh, I'd say Cargo, too. I mean, you can I mean, do Cargo something with Cargo. He could go in the American League and be a DH. Right. He could hit in, I mean, he could hit in San Francisco. Mm -hmm. he, he did. He, he takes advantage. He, did, of, he, he takes has advantage, advantage. Yeah. Right. He did. He takes advantage of that porch a lot. Mm -hmm. I, I feel like not trying to be a keyboard or couch GM, but for a team that hasn't had a great offseason. <laughs> Haven't we been There we go. GMs this entire time about football. Oh, <laughs> yeah, and we <laughs> suck. Right. We ain't got nothing right. <laughs> no, we got D-Cord right. We said we D-Cord was like, we was we'll the only on one that. on our, we'll hang on on our wish list. We got one right. Yeah. But I, <laughs> how, do you, how do you explain the fact that Dallas Keuchel and Craig, Krim, Craig Kimbrell, Woo. I can't talk either, shoot. How do, you, how do you explain the fact that they are unsigned? Greed? You is know, agreed at this point? It's a lot of I think a lot of these teams are unwilling to pay the money for I know they're great, but something I heard the other day on the radio was that a lot of the GMs are they're trying to hang their hat on young talent pitchers and they're gonna get a lot more usage out of them um with a lot less money to pay them. Keiko's a what, a year away removed from a side young. young. I, I know. I mean I don't I, I get it, but that's the that's the big hiccup in football or in, in baseball right now. Is that, it's that money issue? There needs to be something yeah. that where there's a ceiling and like this is you're not going to get any better than this. Mm -hmm. Like you're going to have the similar option offer from two teams and that's as good as it's got to get. I think that's going to be huge. I I've said it before. I think when this next co collective bargaining agreement is done in baseball, they're going to strike because players aren't happy. Players have mentioned teams that. are not ha like ownership's not happy. That. I I and that's going to hurt baseball so much because it took so long. When was the last strike? 90 94, right? 94. It took a long time for baseball to rebound from yeah. that, and with how much the money the there expos. is in, with how many, how much money there is in TV rights and stuff like this, it's it's gonna hurt, and and having these guys unsigned is gonna hurt as well. But it's, I I don't know how I don't know how they fix it. And I think it's gonna be ugly. When's the next CBA? Twenty, is it twenty twenty? Is it next year? Hey, it's coming up. Yeah, it's, it's during, coming it's up. during trout. I remember it's during trout's. Free agent year, so, so 2021. 2021. 2021. Yep. Yeah, and it's there's been players that have <laughs> cited and said that things are going to get ugly, and right now that if they predicted that it would probably be a probably be a strike, which would really suck. Yeah, yeah. that'd be horrible. It would be. 
So, so um, we sound. I mean, <laughs> we really didn't sound too. We're too all sad. We're, we're down yeah, on baseball yeah, right now. I mean, it's moving like, right like, That was us. the most melancholy. Like, but that's the truth. I mean, that's what we were talking about. That's what I said at the very beginning of the show. MLB is not doing anything, and they're getting people excited about it. And the worst part about it is, is that these guys, if they do go on a strike, they're already having issues with people watching baseball. I mean, yeah. the younger group has an issue with watching baseball as it is. Well, that's because the younger group is a bunch of idiots anyway. <laughs> Hey, These kids hey, don't hey. have the attention span for crap. <laughs> like, they, how much? How much has the uh, whole clock, what their situation trimmed off a game? Oh, six minutes. And yeah. I mean, that's not going to. Six minutes isn't going to stop me from watching the game. Well, and that's why I said there's other ways that they can do it. It's just it's the fact that baseball doesn't keep people interested. They haven't evolved the way other sports yeah. have. I mean, like we talked about. I mean, look at NFL free agency. This is just free agency right now, and we're so much more excited. And there's so much more going on, keeping people engaged. And uh, then spring training. Like nobody really cares about spring training right now. I mean, everybody's just like, okay, baseball's about to start, but everybody's on their phones watching what's going and on. What other sport plays their playoff games at one o'clock in the afternoon? <sighs> That's another. It's like you miss half the you miss half the postseason. Because they're on one o'clock time slots on FS1 or whatever. It's just like, I'm like, I didn't even know there was a game going on. It's, yeah. I don't know. It's, I did. I might have been checking the phones during my class. Well, yeah. You didn't hear that from me. <laughs> what was that, we'll, mister? We'll edit that out. <laughs> well, that was live. So can't edit <laughs> that, out. that one. I ain't editing nothing. <laughs> my mic was off for the first two minutes of the show last week. <laughs> and I left it in there. Oh, man. But um, it's I don't know baseball. It's I love baseball. I really do. But it you see these other basketball is so insanely popular right now. NFL, no matter even with all the controversy that happened the last couple of years, whatever, ever, however you feel about it, still insanely popular. And if any sport was going to capitalize over the last couple of years, it should have been baseball. And I I don't think they have. You're seeing a lot of people go out to parks, but. At the same time, it's just it's speaking from a coaching perspective too. The quality of of players that I've been getting is their baseball savvy or their baseball IQ has gone down the past few years, and so it's it probably relates straight to the just lifeline. Well, well, and that, Harper made a great comment too. He said that's one thing that he put out there. He's like, if you're not gonna change baseball, if you're gonna put a time something along the lines of like. This is how baseball is played. Take it or leave it. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was, I actually thought that was something good that Bryce Harper said. Cause he's like, you're not going to put a time clock or a time stamp or anything like that in baseball. This is how it is. You want to come watch game. It's going to yep. be like this, but, and it's up to people like us. I mean, some of these young kids the torch, are, pass into, the well, no, that's the thing. It's like, it's up to us. Like when I know you guys have kids, but when Ken and I have a kid to say, Hey, this is baseball. This is something we enjoy. Enjoy this with me someday. And, <laughs> and, and I don't, it's, I don't know. Uh, we'll see. I mean, the collective bargaining agreement about a year or two, but other than that, it's. Kyle wanted to say something. No, I don't know. I forgot. Oh, now. You forgot <laughs> it now. I'm sorry. That's, now. that's old age coming. That's bad. exactly <laughs> what that was. That was just old age coming in. But I mean, yeah, no, you guys have hit it. I think that's one of those things, and we can continue to beat this down, but it's just not going to happen. So um, let's uh, change the topic before we get to our something, last. Something uplifting, because I feel like the last well, minutes. I'm thirsty. thirsty. Down. Well, well, this, is, this won't be up, this won't be uplifting, but I think you know we were on the NBA for a little bit, but I think something happened this past week that I think needs to be. These are my two cents, I guess you can say. But um, there was an incident with Russell Westbrook at the Utah Jazz game about him and a fan. They're having a little issue there. Um, and 
all over social media. Somebody recorded actually Russell Westbrook um, reacting to a fan retaliating with some really unkind words um, because he felt he was being harassed and that some derogatory remarks were made to him. Now, we don't know. We weren't there. We don't know what exactly what was said. There's been a lot of speculation that some of those remarks were, were you know, um, racial or meant in a, a way to, to, to really harm his demeanor and, and harm his family. And I guess this is not the first run-in in Utah that he's had. Um, but I, what I've come to think of is just say this, you know, Russell, Russell Westbrook is professional. And as much as we want, I will listen to a lot of these sports um, stations talk about how, you know, he has the, he has the green flag to act that way and to be that way. And I think that's absolutely wrong. He's a professional. Um, when you're a professional, you have to carry yourself in a, in a certain light. And I talked about this with the guys earlier, you know, I, I own a business, you know, like I said, I, I'm a professional cheerleading coach and business owner. And if I went to a competition and, and, and someone started talking bad about my, you know, my kids or my team or my, my family, and I start spitting at the mouth and saying some really, really nasty things, my job would be on the line. You know, I would definitely be looked at as a villain and I, I don't belong. Um, but I think because he's a professional and he's, and I get it, they're supposed, how are they not being protected? Well, you're protected because you got money. And that's very different from people that don't. And so, um, you know, he's got to hold himself to a higher standard. Um, he's also got to look like he's a role model, too, to these kids. So when you, one of your best, your favorite fans who's watching at the game and sees you talking that way and cursing about a man and his wife and saying, I'm going to the F up, that stuff is not cool, you know? Um, I would, if I was a fan of Russell Westbrook and my kid was there watching him, I would be plugging those ears and walking out the building because to me, that is not okay. And we've got to hold ourselves to a higher standard. Yeah, I, fans need to be accountable too. Right. Just because you buy a ticket, you don't have the right to say right. any, uh, and you see it everywhere. People drink, people say stupid things. Hecklers. Right? Hecklers. And it's, it's, right. It, but I mean, it's got to go both ways. The thing is, is that they, they, he said there was no security there. And I guess this fan is no longer allowed in the building. They took care of it and whatever, you know, and, and that's where like security does have to step up and be like, hey, what's going on? And, and this is where Russell Westbrook can say, that guy right there is, can you go talk to him? He's, he's really bothering me right now. I mean, you could do that. I mean, you have the right to do that. But you got to learn to keep your cool. Not saying that these fans, are, you know, we're fans too. We go watch games. We say some things too. But that doesn't mean that, we don't ever expect a professional athlete to turn around and retaliate. We don't ever, you know. Otherwise, because if we did, we'd all be like this. We wouldn't be saying anything, you know. Yeah. So we, we want to enjoy the game just as we want, you know, them to to do their job and and and, and entertain us. But I just thought that it was just kind of a black eye on, a, not even on the NBA, not even on Russell, just all in all in sports. Those are the kind of things that really ruins the ruins going to games and having fun and being able to just participate in what we're we're actually paying these athletes to do, you know. Well, so. said. well said. I, I agree, Mike. Mm-hmm. Well said. I mean, just it, it's not just basketball. Uh, I mean, we're, we're not – I don't know if we're big soccer fans, but did you guys see that video from the, from the league over one of those in England? There was that guy that ran on the field and punched the dude mm-hmm. in the field. So Yeah, that I was mean, all in this last week. That, was all last, that guy's been banned for like 14 months. But, <laughs> but, I mean, we get this idea that we're safe and sometimes we're, we're not. So we have some interaction actually going on while cool. we awesome. while we segue into our last segment of the night. I'm just Thanks, read, guys, for, for interacting and stuff. Uh, awesome comment yeah. that Corey Bates posted saying Thanks, social Corey. media plays a huge part in it in Absolutely. all these interactions. Right. Mm-hmm. Fans feel closer to athletes than ever before for the good and the bad. Just because they buy tickets does not give them the right to attack a player verbally. Westbrook could have easily pulled a Ron Artest and gone in there. Uh, he kept us cool for the most part, yeah. which is a stretch for him. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. your wife 
said that he has the right to defend himself, but there was a better way to do it. Security should have been called. The fan should have been removed or at least moved to, or at least moved to and then removed. That's my girl. Yes. <laughs> yes. I'm glad you're watching the show, babe. Thank you. You, you know, the sad thing is Westbrook earlier in a game where he got touched by that kid. Oh, yeah. He handled that perfectly. Yeah. And I actually, when I saw that happen, first off, don't touch. Don't, yeah. You don't need to touch a person. That's And, mm-hmm. and that's uncallable. But anyways, not to go too deep in this, but I actually tip my hat to Russell that night because right. I was like, dude, that was perfect. You literally looked at the kid, said, look, don't do that. Told his parents. Shook his hand and then walked away. Mm-hmm. And it's like... That that I was like, oh, that's awesome. But then when I saw this thing happen, I was like, oh man. Come but on, then that's also the difference in in who it was your audience. Yeah. Like it's a kid. You're like, hey, dude, yeah. you're a kid. Don't cool. Don't do it again. Yeah. Right. Thanks. But when you're a grown man saying whatever was said, no matter if it, this situation or in any other one, right. we wouldn't go out there and do that. So yeah. these other people shouldn't. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Cool. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's anyway, have some fun. Let's right. uh, drink a little. So last week, Ken started uh, off the off our uh, what do we call this segment again? Random, random, random review. So he started off <laughs> last week, good. and so it is my turn. And here right, is what a we got? pretty little. Yeah, I like that. Hey, I like hey, that. Hey, those, those are nice. Like this Wait, so, are they stuck on? No, no. Um, they might. They, they are, might those, be. Those labels are stuck on. Uh oh. So these. That's this one's called. Uh-huh. This is Vibes Pilsner by Almanac Beer Company. So Mm. I'm going to read kind of what's on the can and then some reviews about it. So Vibes is what it's called. It's our citrusy NorCal. NorCal, hey, hey, NorCal twist on a classic. And and there was a lot of IPAs at BevMo, tons. And I was like, we got to do something different because I know that that, that Ken's not a big IPA guy. And, you know, sometimes it's a little too much. So this is a Pilsner dry hopped with... Huel Melon Citra and Say what? I don't Huel. Huel. <laughs> it's got the two dots over the U. So Huel Melon Citra <laughs> and Motiqua. I don't know. Motueka. Motueka. I don't know. Jeez, Drink this beer fresh for good vibes and high fives. Hey. Hey. High hey. 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 Look at the elbow. Look at the elbow. Look at the elbow. Yeah, look at the elbow. It works. So, so we're going to test tell this. everybody about that, too. Look at the elbow thing. Oh, yeah. If you're ever so going to miss yeah. When you give someone a high five, look at their elbow. You'll get a perfect high five every time. One of my kids saw me that, and I was like, oh. And ever since then, I'm like looking at people's elbows. So <laughs> give, it a, give it a shot. So we're going to try this beer out and see how we like it. Um, there was another review. I'm going to just kind It's of like you got that in an airport. Hey, that's those how are the, the opener was for those mine, Those are the too. kind of yeah. like things that go on airport beers when you got to check them. So it says the look of it pours with haze, pours with a hazy, not opaque, golden yellow color. There's a respectable amount of lacing left on the glass, if you put in a glass. Um, it's smelly. It smells like grassy, <laughs> lemony with almost smelly. a hint of melon. Smelly, smelly the smelly. smell of it. Some small, some malt smell notes are noticeable, <laughs> too. nodded. Yep. You smell it? Yeah, you do. It's <laughs> grassy, <laughs> smelly. The taste is sort of falls the nose with all of the flavors. One doesn't normally associate Ooh, with like a Pilsner neon. style. So it's not, it doesn't taste like a Pilsner style. But anyways, um, and it feels it's light, highly carbonated body, no apparent alcohol. Ooh, Ooh, no apparent alcohol. Why are we drinking it then? Uh, this no is apparent. an easy quencher. So oh. let's try it. Cheers. Almanac, Almanac Vibes, Vibes Pils- Pilsner. It's a cool, it's a cool looking I'm thing. I'm drinking straight out the yeah, can. Yeah, out the can, out the can. Let's oh, go. Out the can. Oh, I didn't. That is, yeah. That's a chuggable beer. Yeah, I, I that's mean, a beer. 
It's that's what it says. It is that's what exactly. No it says. apparent alcohol. That is very true. But it is five point three percent alcohol. Oh, this is bad. This could be dangerous. Like good, bad, crisp, crushable, like, and hoppy. That's what it yep. says. This, yeah, I I like this one. You know, for a pilsner, it's interesting. It does almost take like it doesn't taste like it a does. pilsner. No, but it almost has like a almost has like an IPA taste to it. It's a, it's a little bit of the hoppy. I think you're getting hoppy, a hoppy. hoppy yeah, it hops at the end. Dude, it, I don't taste. Way. I don't taste any alcohol <laughs> in this. <laughs> nope. I think, I think we need to do. Um, this is our control. Next thing we need to do, we need to do more tests. Let's all put down a six pack of this and see how. Because it <laughs> <laughs> it'd be very easy. This is good. So where is this place from? Does it say it's from? Alameda. Oh, it's from Alameda. Alameda. Yeah, Alameda. So it's another local one. Rock those local independent breweries, guys. Almanac. Awesome. I got friends down in Alameda. Yeah, I you dig guys it. Should like it. I dig I it. Do. I, 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 I F's. Well, whoa, whoa, whoa. So you can, you can, you can make your comments, but, but we'll hold off on our one to four sportsmen's review. Yep. Yes, that'll be posted sometime this sometime week. Sometime this weekend, and we'll, we'll post our cool little yeah. picture. But and if you want to try Almanac, I guess we're going to put a little plug here since we don't got any sponsors. But I got this at BevMo. So, you know, Almanac at BevMo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Crisp, crushable. Hoppy. Yeah, so, dude, you definitely did choose one that has a lot of really hard words. So it, Yeah, they're okay. definitely trying what to be. Is oh, what is Motueka? Who lemon? You guys, I'm kind of worried. Motueka. You, you think it's Motueka? 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 I'm about the same. I thought it was Boteca. Like Manteca? Manteca? Manteca. Manteca is that way. This is Admiral Pilsner. Anyway, before we get too far off. Thank you guys for tuning in this week. Those of you that are listening to us live on Facebook and watching us, thank you. Those of us that are listening to us through Anchor or Spotify, I think we're up on a couple other platforms now. Hopefully we get on iTunes this week. And then also, everybody, look for a video. I did an interview today with Modesto Nuts General Manager Zach Brockman. That that video will be posted tomorrow. We're keeping it local, something we all have a passion for is our local sports. So check that out tomorrow. Sometime tomorrow morning. We'll be back here next Wednesday. Same time, same place, same four of us for another podcast. Look for those, uh look for the uh the tournament brackets too. Yes, coming out tournament, here. Brackets, tournament brackets. We will be, have those be getting ready for that. I'll bell our brackets. Yes. And next week I bring the beers, fellas. Hey. Ooh. Ooh. I already bought it. I was in Bevmo yesterday. And I, and I said, I, I synced it. And I said, I'm getting that one. <laughs> I synced <laughs> it. I synced it. And that's where I'm going. So, yes. okay. All right, guys. All right, Thank cheers. you for tuning in. Cheers. Cheers. Thanks, guys. Thanks See you next time. Join us.